council workshop meeting. Hope everybody had a good weekend. <clears throat> First on the agenda this evening, we have Daniel McBain from McBain Insurance to give us a renewal for our upcoming property insurance. Casualty insurance. Thanks, sir. Uh -huh. Thank you. Sure thing. Thank you, sir. Yep. Thank you. All right. Um, thank you for having me this evening, um, Mayor and Council. A um, couple of things to start. Um, first, I just want to offer my condolences for the loss of Tom Collins. He was a great relationship to our agency. That relationship goes back a very long time with Tom Medke. Um, and Really, I, I wanted to come down for um, the calling hours and wasn't able to make it. I had plans that I could not change, but I just wanted to know from our agency to your village, um, from a human aspect, that I'm very, very sorry for your loss. So I just want to extend that. Um, second, before we just jump into the coverage review, just to give a little bit of an update on the insurance market. Um, the insurance market was heading into um, what we call a, a hard market, well before all the craziness that our country is experiencing right now. So the insurance market goes through hard, hard markets and soft markets, goes up and down kind of like this. Um, well, market is soft, so when I started in the industry in 2014, the market was very soft. Which what, what that meant is I could prospect someone like you and I could take them to a carrier and I could say, I need you to price it here for me to win this, and most of them would say, okay, um, and that's when carriers get very aggressive on pricing. Then they get their losses coming in and they're not able to pay for them as well as they might like to. So then they increase their pricing and become very inflexible in the coverage offered in the pricing. So the insurance market was heading into a hard market um, within probably the last three years. It's gotten much harder. And then as um, the cost of construction and inflation have been driven, that's also driven insurance pricing. So. You can probably see where we're going um, as far as the, an increase in your in your premium, but that I want to kind of give a landscape for that. So if you want to jump right into it, um, this proposal is fairly simple. As you remember from last year, we removed you um, from Argonaut to um, the public entities pool. Still believe that is the best place for you. I be, believe it is the best and broadest coverage offered for municipalities in the state of Ohio. Um, they currently still insure. Um, almost 600 municipalities just in this state. Um, so very briefly, you'll see there you have a $4 million limit. Um, that is for your general liability, which encompasses bodily injury and property damage. That's for your auto liability, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's for your law enforcement liability, which is anything arising out of the law enforcement activity of the village. Um, public officials wrongful acts, that protects you and your officials. Um, for decisions that you make and anyone that may come at you because of those decisions. And employment practices liability, which is wrongful acts within the workplace, whether that be um, sexual harassment or wrongful termination, EEOC claims, those types of issues. Um, $4 million of liability limits across the board. One thing as a reminder that's very nice about the way this is structured is that those are what we call silo limits. So this is not acting as your prior coverage and a normal package. You have a $1 million limit for all those things and you structure an umbrella on top of that so that if you ever pierce the $1 million, you can get into the umbrella. 
what this does is it gives you four million for each coverage. So if you had a four million dollar claim in general liability, you could still have another four million dollar claim on auto, etc. Any questions? Okay. Um, you flip to the next page. This is the property summary here. Um, a couple of things to point out. One of the big advantages of moving to PEP, um, which is what we call the public entities pool, is that um, part of their um, package is that they provide a free appraisal of your buildings and your property, which was completed last year. Um, and the great reason for doing that is because most people are underinsured, um, which without getting too far into the weeds can affect you in a loss situation. So what they want to do is provide this appraisal not just to increase your building values, but to make sure that you're actually insured to the proper values. Um, so that bottom line, that total insured value of 17.5 million last year when we renewed the policy was 14.9. Um, so that two things, one is the increased values from the appraisals, and the second thing is the addition of the firehouse. When we renewed the policy last year, it was still on a builder's risk policy, and shortly thereafter, it was added to the main policy. Um, PEP functions on what we call a true blanket, which means that if you are ever underinsured on a building and you have a loss, say this building was lost, um, and you didn't have enough insurance on that actual building, you can borrow from the rest of the blanket, and there's no limit to that. Um, so if you're underinsured by 200,000, when you go to rebuild, it's a true blanket, they will honor it. As long as it stays under that 17 and a half million, you're gonna be fine. You do have a um, million dollars for both earthquake and flood. And then at the bottom of the page, you'll see the crime coverage. Crime, the easiest way to explain it is theft of money. Cyber liability is theft of information. Crime is theft of money. You can fall into different buckets. Um, things like employee theft, forgery, um, and then in our modern age, computer fraud and funds transfer, where, which is really a fancy way to say an electronic theft of money. Um, so you still have $100,000. Last year we did quote an optional um, increase on that, which was to, to just remind you to move that to 250000 if you ever felt like you needed more. Um, quotes last year was $1,200, would probably be similar. Any questions there? Um, if you flip the page again, um, a couple things to point out on the auto coverage. We already talked about the liability. If you go down to the physical damage section, that strange number, the total insured value is $2,911,000. That's just the value of your vehicle fleet. Um, so that fluctuates from year to year based on what vehicles we currently have insured. You have $1,000 deductibles on those vehicles. That's all encompassing. That's fire, that's police, that's... Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and, the, and the big ones, like the, the ambulances and things like that, are insured at replacement costs. Sure. So um, typical vehicles insured at actual cash value, which is what's worth at the time of loss, whereas the replacement cost is going to buy you um, a new one. Yep. Which is a good... Uh, it's an excellent coverage to have. We, we kind of got bit by that a couple years ago with one of the squads. Okay. So, and if you look at the vehicle schedule that we send out for review, it'll show you which ones are insured at replacement and which ones are insured at actual cash value. And I actually have a schedule I'm going to leave with both of you. Perfect. Um, moving on to the cyber coverage. So, cyber is 
the worst part of insurance right now. Um, as you can see from the things on the news, things that are happening um, for carriers to insure cyber liability, it's very difficult. And sadly, through no fault of your own, schools and municipalities are considered the worst classes of business. It's like trying to insure an asbestos con contractor. It's just difficult because typically you have a lot of information in a small village like yourself that have a lot of information with very little infrastructure set up on an IT side. It's, it's a prime target for a cyber thief. And so um, PEP honestly didn't know if they were going to still be able to continue to provide this. And if I'm being honest, I would guess in the coming years this coverage might go away. We'll see. But just to kind of prepare us, there are other options. We have options within our office to, to insure you, but um, it is getting difficult. So a couple of changes on the cyber liability. You still have $4 million liability coverage, which is your liability to other people, which is great. Um, it's still a very high limit. Um, your cyber breach event costs, so that really is your first party costs. Um, so the costs to you, um, 250000 that's the same as last year. Really the additions here are on the side there, the, the three $10,000 deductibles, those are new. Um, so those used to be zeros and they're ten grand, and that's what PEP had to do to be able to keep this policy. Any questions there? And, and to speak to that, that's low in the industry right now. Go ahead, Fred. Uh, based on your knowledge of this uh, deductible for those cyber coverages, do most villages have that money set aside all the time? Or do you know? I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know how to answer that. I would say it'd be wise to, to kind of speak to your own personal example, you had a cyber claim um, four or five years ago, and I think when it was all said and done, it was close to 50 grand in costs, and it was considered a small claim. So um, the 10 grand deductible sounds large, but in the scheme of things, uh, it's not. Scheme of what, it, what it could cost you is not. Okay. Anything else there? Okay. So now if you flip the page to the pricing, um, you'll see there that the total contribution at $50,005. Um, so the, the true expiring premium um, after all the endorsements that were made throughout the policy year was $44,001. So I'd like to explain a couple of the, the reasons for the increase. Um, first of all, general liability for public um, entities is generally rated upon expenditures. So last year when we did the application, we rated on four and a half million of expenditures, and this year it was rated on seven million. So I can't speak to that, but that that's um, so that eighty four hundred dollars for general liability last year was fifty four twenty two. So that's half the increase right there. From that's three of the six thousand dollar increase. Um, that's really not rate driven. That's just based on exposure. Um, since we're rating on four, seven instead of four and a half million. The rest of the increase is based on a reflection of the market. And it's really, if you look at the, the auto physical damage, it went from 6,900 to 7,900. So there's 1,000 there. And the property went from 22.6 to 24.9. So there's 2,000 there. And that's, that's reflective of the property insurance market. It's, it's tough, to be honest with you. Um, and then the last thing I want to point out that wasn't included last year, that we made a change about a month ago, 
um, is that last line, that faithful performance of duty. So this is a, a newer thing in insurance for public entities, and it, what it does is it replaces bonds. It's better than bonds. So what a bond is, um, you current, well, you previously had bonds for um, fiscal officer, for mayor, and for the mayor we only had 30,000, for fiscal officer we had 100,000. And what a bond is, is it's a promise to pay. So what it does is it actually, it protects the village, but it doesn't protect the individual serving in that capacity because if there were a finding for recovery, um, a faithful performance duty issue, the bond could be executed, and then the, the, the surety company, the bond company, has the right and will sue the individual person that they were bonding and try to get their money back. They probably won't, because most of us probably don't have a hundred grand sitting around, but they will do that. Um, this is an insurance coverage, which means that they're just gonna pay and it has nothing to do with coming back after the person individually. So you were paying about, I think, 15,000 15. or something. It was, it was 15, now was that on a three year? I think that was a three year premium, or was it, was it 15 a year? I think it was 15 a year. Okay. I could it, be wrong, but it, it was 15 a year. And I, I'd have to check on that because I know it was, we have a little mix up in our system because when we reflect the three year policy, sometimes it shows the one year premium, sometimes it shows the three. So that was my understanding too is that we were around 15, so we actually saved money for improving the coverage because they charged a thousand bucks. We got more coverage on the mayor. It's actually insurance coverage. It's not a bond. It's better for you. We're doing the same thing with all the public schools that we insure is, move, is moving them away from bonds um, into faithful performance of duty insurance coverage. Um, so that's that. And then um, at the bottom, I'll just point out, this is HEP just does this uh, automatically, not by something I request. If you ever wanted to increase your limit options, you're at four million, they always provide what it would cost to increase that, and that would go across the board. It's just you pick a limit um, if you wanted more. Any questions there? Um, we can flip through um, the next couple pages. You'll come to um, a page with a lot of print here. Um, I'm not going to go through these. I'm happy to answer any questions. These are just changes um, to the policy that were made. And it's um, pet making you aware. Um, for the most part, it's a broadening of coverage. Um, there's a community disease endorsement that goes on to every policy. That's going on to every liability policy in the world after um, COVID. Um, so that there's no coverage afforded there. Um, and then a little um, language about the cyber as well. And then other than that, the last three pages um, are just a reminder of the the free legal access hotline, that's an advantage that you have with PEP, as well as their grant. They're continuing their grant program, so for any um, safety equipment or things that qualify in there, um, they'll give you $1,000 back. There's nothing you have to do except fill out a one-page application, and they really want all their members to use that. They like providing that. Um, so the application's included there as well. Any questions? We still, despite the increases, we still believe you're in the best place that you could be. Um, 
and you're not alone. I've <laughs> had lots of uncomfortable conversations with people that were worse than this, so um, it's just a reflection of the market, unfortunately. Mayor, anything? No, sir. I kind of gave him a heads up a couple weeks ago. Great. Um, I appreciate that. We obviously continue to appreciate your business and, um, and your trust that you place in us. See that as a privilege to serve you. So thank you. All right, I'm going to leave a copy each of you. Um, thank you. Mm -hmm. So top paperclip is just the things that will need filled out to bind it and then this is the schedules okay. so um, property equipment auto all in there um, one thing to know about the just about the schedules just so you know how they work they will inflate the building values on an annual basis they will never inflate the contents unless we tell them to so those, those will remain flat other than that On the, on the uh, safety uh, grant here, mm -hmm. if we have any of these already in place, will that help? Re I mean, can we apply for a, you know, a grant? For instance, I know the fire department has sexual harassment training. Um, they have fire extinguisher training firefighter training they just had some this last weekend with a fire academy here with their burn building mm -hmm. and personal protection equipment it's always being updated if we've already has have this can we go ahead and apply for this grant program so I would say or is it just something that you need that you can't afford right now not that you can't afford just that you buy so, so we just have to show proof of purchase or yep. the uh, certificates of training from the High Fire Academy or whatever, mm -hmm. the training agency, yep. Mideast Vocational School or wherever that may be? It, it has nothing, it's not a need-based program. It's a, we're investing in the safety of the um, village by purchasing one of these things and up to $1,000 they're just going to write you a check. Okay. We got it last year. And I was saying, I think you did it last year. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. Great. It, it's almost impossible to not be able to find an expense as a village that you can't fill a thousand bucks with those, to be honest. thousand dollars is a thousand dollars. It is. And That's right. Yeah, and as much money as you spend right. as a village, you'll, you'll find a way to get it. Thank you. Okay. Can I have those for these two guys? Oh, please. Yeah, I'm Absolutely. All righty. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to start the journey back to Steubenville. All right, Dan. Have a safe right. trip. Thanks All right. again. Thank you. Have a good night. Nice meeting you. You as well, Lacey. It didn't take you as long this year as it did last year. Why is that? Well, I don't know. I was looking at the clock. Wow. Oh, was last that? year was a half hour. Well, we, we did a big change last year. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. funny that you email someone over and over again and talk to them and then you weren't here last year when he was here mm -hmm. no yeah. no i hadn't heard right. of him okay. all right Lance. what else we got well, let me find my agenda under all this <laughs> um 
you guys had asked for a quote for painting the lines. Um, that's going to be your first paper under there. Um, so that would be to paint the center lines on Buckeye, Maine, China, South State, and North State. So. Come out of the street department. Um, yes, but what else was mentioned today? What else did they mention maybe to come out of? Permissive tax? Yeah. yeah. Our local match of permissive, which I think we've got a little over 50K in that at the last eyeballing. But just like everything, costs up. Yeah. I know uh, you mentioned or somebody had mentioned I heard somebody saying that they were going to maybe check with another company or two yeah they have another one that, that hasn't got back with them yet okay. and Mark just brought this at what like three yeah it was at the oh. very end of the day uh, yeah. Yeah. so I just kind of stuck it on there just so sure. yeah. everybody would have an so, idea so we have another for the company we should yes okay. I know the, the county has been using Aeromark and in, in, is using Aramark this year to do the paint striping after they've been doing their paving. Yeah, that's one that they're waiting to be here back from. I think it'd be nice if they were striped. Oh, it needs it, to be it, done. It would, it, it would look Brian, so, you'll be able to look pick up so a lot of people better. for left to center because they well, will that, <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. Right in between the lines. You do North State Street, though. Boy, it's been done before. Mm -hmm. Has it? Yeah. North so, State. so many. North State, South yep. State, China Street, Maine. It's it. all it's all been done. It was done a while back, yeah. It's been it would help you with a It would happen it would help you too if you had a crash and needed to Where's the line? Oh, I don't know. It's not here. If you had a line on there you'd This would be interesting. You'd be able to use it. There's several narrow spots there that well, even down Main Street, you know, people park 12 inches from the curb, you know. So as we get other quotes, I'll, I'll make sure they're brought in to you. We just want you to have the update as I have it. We just need to freshen, freshen it up. China Street's looking nice and great, by the way. The guys are doing a good the job. The guys have done a great job. They've been out in this heat working really hard. And yeah, it does look nice. Updating the curbs and getting a fresh coat on there. I think you said they were going to start on Main Street tomorrow. And um, if anybody's noticed, the hometown hero flags have started going up. Yes, they look very nice. They look very nice. Real nice. So Tim Bob's been working on that. Um, next up, we've got the quote from Southeastern Electric for the power to football field concession stand area. Can't you get hold of that guy that Tom had that was going to do it for nothing? <laughs> Except he wants to do it again. <laughs> if the high school was going to play football there, I'm sure they would. Uh, Lacey, does that include the press box? Um, I want to say it. Uh, it reads there. Let's it see. Does. Rework and reuse as much as possible. Provide install new transformer. I didn't see where it said it went to. I don't That's think it says it on the 
I can find out for sure. I, I was just curious. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it seen, would be nice. When I seen the number, I kind of thought it would be a good bit more than that. I did too. With new transformers. Yeah. I just kind of thought we'd be in the 12K range. Not that that's a... Less than that? Huh? Less mm -hmm. than that? What? Almost nine. It's almost nine. Pretty reasonable. That's real reasonable. Yeah. I would have thought for sure it'd be over ten. Yeah, it says. Um, I kind of thought it would be just new pool mounted transformer on existing short pool at the old football stadium. Yeah. I just well, it could be such thing as once they get it to the to the concession stand, the rest everything connects out of there, and it's already there. Sure. I, I, I think that's that's just the start, and then if you down the road we want to, you know, like Bill thought here in a year or two or three, he, you know, Betty League may play down there again, and uh, once we once the dust settles, so to speak, we'll kind of see what our needs are for lighting and. That's a pretty good start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can find out for sure about the press box. Okay. That's John, that's the way it fed before. That's what I thought. Everything fed out of the concession Cross stand. But under, I didn't know whether it went underground or if it went overhead. At one time it went underground around the field to the concession stand and from there went to the press box. Underground and up to the top. Yeah. And on the other side went to scoreboard, the other press box and went. And I don't remember that. That was underground from the press box. I and I know the, I know the little league fields were always in the pre, in there. Yeah. You turn the lights on for the little league field in there, you always did. That's where it was at one time now. Okay. Let's see if we got that back and going again. Those lights would theoretically Yeah, they'd probably they'd be working again. Yeah. So they can at least play if, if the wiring's good enough from there to the lights. Very <laughs> good. I don't think it was real good back years ago. But anyway, all right, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, next up, the mayor and I both got the information from Buckeye Hills on regarding this resolution for the Region 12 governance structure um, for the One Ohio. Um, basically, it would provide community approval on directing millions of dollars of the op opioid funds throughout the Shopton, Guernsey, Monroe, Morgan, Muskingum, Noble, Perry, and Washington counties. Um, so I've provided both the resolution and additional paperwork that they had sent over. If this is something you guys want to do, I can get it over to Jan and have her take a look at it. Do you know if, uh, if this money comes through Perry County or the Revenue Project? I said, do you know if this money comes through Perry County or the Revenue Project? Or not? No. 
simple resolution to uh, be a part of it yeah. if, any, if any of it trickles down and it needs to be passed prior to August 19th which if, if so we need to just pass a simple resolution next yes. Monday at the council meeting. Yeah. From what I read you have to pass the resolution even to be available. That is correct. To, to be available, so we almost have to pass the resolution as an emergency, just so our names in in the in the hopper and in the, in the kitty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, yep. I think we ought to. I mean, I I understand Jane might want to look at it, but if she can't get to, I think we've got to pass it anyway. Okay. It's a lot of money that being available be made available through yeah. that. A lot of money out there, but how much of it we can get? We can get any, any it's better it's than worth, none. It's worth yes. awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just some drug kits. Right. Simple, simple things that Brian and the guys can use. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, next up is. Um, what Jan brought up, which one to discuss it tonight. So, I think it's needed, and it is what it is. I mean, after the cost of everything's going up, we have to have it to protect ourselves. <clears throat> what we have is very, very outdated. Yeah, it's about 10 or 12 years old. There's probably things in that old one. Doesn't address some of the newer stuff that is around today. Yeah, I think it's from 2013. I want to say. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. I remember working on it. Do we have the extra money to do? It? We'll pull it from I think if we can pull it from everywhere, yeah. Everybody pays a little something. Yeah. It, it, it involves everybody. Everybody. everybody yeah. At five dollars a week a month, you're not giving Scott. You get seven, seven, Yeah, I'm going to tell him next time I see him that I donated that money to this. It's going right to. It's awesome. It's awesome to nominate and donate his stuff when he's not here. Yeah. Is there anything of bills you want to donate? I just know Scott always talks about that seven dollars. He argued and argued that with me. I had to pull it all up for him, everything. <laughs> not having that. So, really, that's that's about all I've got for tonight. I kept it short, knowing... Yeah, I thought insurance would get a little longer. Right. Because I just knew what was coming down the pike. He explained it pretty well. A $6,400 annual increase, but for the coverages that we get, um, it's uh, you know, it's worth its weight in gold. If you have an accident, you destroy a squad, and 
and that squad's two hundred and twenty thousand dollars today and the old insurance company writes you a check for eighty grand and they say good luck getting the rest of it yeah you know now it's replacement cost that, that all those things so, on the squad too. it did yeah tree hit it tree hit it hit the boxer three four yeah. years ago brand new yeah i mean we hadn't had that thing three months yeah it was uh heck of a claim put us in a pinch it's made in canada just like, that's just that's like the deer they hit not too long ago they hit it in the right spot that oh. truck's done yeah that's right pops airbags and exactly right yeah. It doesn't take much to total anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Those are and those are money makers, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're a must-have. Must-have for the community. Um, the last thing I have is I know a lot of people have COVID. Um, we called around today and talked to them at the Perry County Health Department. They said we're on a high level, which is now orange, I guess. We were told that it doesn't go to red now. I don't know what happened with that, but they said level orange. So budget cuts. Only to keep it red. Maybe that could be it. It shouldn't be because it takes two crayons to make. Yeah. <laughs> I I do have one thing. Uh, do you have anything else, Lacey? No, I don't. What was you going to know with that? I was just wanting everybody to know. Okay. I just know that it's. Everybody's getting it all are over we, again. And are we going to kind of set the parameters in the office to where temperature checks and so forth instead of just walking in during the daytime hours to make sure nobody's coming in? The only problem, the problem is, is a lot of times you're sick before you even have the temperature. Yeah. So mm. you just. A lot of times you don't have, I never <coughs> had a temperature with mine. I didn't have a temperature with mine either. Do you want to go back to a mask mandate in the office? For people walking in the door, there's a sack of them here, grab a mask. I mean, we're just trying to mitigate yeah, here. Right. Let's we'll leave it as is right now, All and right. then we'll see if it continues. Um, the traffic in the office is down. Oh, yeah. Probably a third. I was going to say at Even least a half to what it used to be, if not more. Because of the water box and ACH payments? Or? Yeah, absolutely. The water box across the street had to help. And, yeah, I think That's it's a good investment. A lot easier on absolutely. people um, just to drop it off. I man walking up the steps. I said, there's a box over there. And he goes, oh, I just like get up and get next one. Yeah, I, that's what I tell people. Like, so especially when the weather's back, stay oh. in your vehicles. Don't walk on this ice. And that's right. Some of them just want to make sure it's going them, where it needs to go. Them and they want it, they just want to get out and move. Yeah. Well, so <coughs> it's it's way down. If things become more problematic, well, okay. we can readdress it. Let that be your call. But I just well, wanted I'm everyone just to know kind of where we're at with protecting our strategic people here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I appreciate that. Working, working from home and that kind of stuff. I don't want to revisit it if we don't have to. And being out a week kind of sucks. Yeah. Yep. So, because um, I know we were taking temperatures here for a long time, but then when you find out it's not really doing anybody any good, you just we'll kind of roll with it for now, unless you guys want us to take other measures. I'm fine with you making a decision.
I think people kind of want to keep to themselves anymore, really, just until kind of levels out again. It ain't never going to level out. Well, don't say never. Now there's monkeypox. <laughs> Look, I just need my kids to go back to school. That's all that really matters. On the plus side, don't Billy, how many times does a monkey come in and pay a water bill? <laughs> anyway. Uh, I've no, seen a few of them. The only thing I had, uh, Mary, I want to let everybody know that I uh, run into Steve McNeil, and I did tell him that the rec center is open. And I suggested he take an inventory of what all they have and go ahead and do his scheduling and let Lacey, you know, what his schedule was when it, later on in the year. Cause, so. Yeah, I think he was using Sunday afternoons or evenings, wasn't it? Sunday afternoons and Wednesday. Wednesday? Evenings. Okay. And he I, said, I when he talked to Fred, he only has two rooms. That's what he told you. Yep. I know Ricey was trying to do climbing wall on Thursdays. Thursdays. Yeah. 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 But I suggest he take an inventory. So. He went camping over the weekend. Since you since you saw when he was with that night. <laughs> he uh, he's gonna use it and and two nights a week it's gonna be open and there's not any money coming in. We need to cut that to one night a week. Wednesdays and not Sundays because Sunday's a better chance for us to rent that thing out to somebody. Sure. Yeah. Um, Anniversary parties. If, or and and if he's not going to make whatever. us any money to speak of, then we just need to do away with Archer because we're turning the lights on, <clears throat> turning the air conditioner on for six bucks for three hours. That's that's not. There hasn't been anything going on down there for months, and we got the electric bill and the gas bill, and they're sky high. Um, just to put it into perspective, without anything going on down there, with nothing on down there, it was almost as much to run that empty building as it was to run this building and the fire station together for electric, and there's <coughs> nothing on down there. So, as of this moment, the gas and the electric, Tim Bob's got it off the breaker just because there's no point in I, I agree. paying we that. We want to see how much the price, you know, in the bill. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, the gas bill, there's nothing running down there. We haven't put in a new meter, so I'm anxious to see what happens. But we're paying an outrageous amount for that building just to set there. So, I can't imagine what the bills will go up to when. It's being used. Right. So if we're bringing in six dollars and it's costing twenty, you know, six grand to have it open. Yeah, I'm not the fiscal officer, mm -hmm. but that's, that's a, it's not worth it. It's, I don't think it's so expensive. Right now, there need any emergency lights or anything. Ten, ten bulbs got the main breaker turned off. Off. That, so until way. I get word that someone's going to use it, yeah, I'm. I think we just leave it off. It should be just paying the minimum, then. right? Yeah, and that's what I want to see. Make sure that that's yeah. what they're charging us for. Make, yeah, make sure that the meter's good and stuff like that. That'd yeah. be a good test for that. So, 
That's where we're at on yeah, that. Yeah, we haven't had anybody over there in a I, while. I, I, I think that would have been <laughs> moved to turn the gas to electric Yeah, and then when it starts getting colder out, you know. Yeah, you got to put we'll some heat in. Put yeah. some heat back in there, but. Or else, no, or else have Tim Bob turn the water off and drain everything. <laughs> well, again, the way the COVID hit and we were lingering with it, Bill, you know, he, he didn't want to have someone with an activity and then it come back to the rec center as the root of where somebody picked it up. Right. And as long as we were orange or red or whatever we were, you know, council thought that it'd be better safe than sorry to, to not advertise, to not host, to not do anything. But, you know, again, see where we're at here in a little bit and let it, let it hang out. But it would it'd certainly be nice to get a few of us together and strategize on, on, uh, on, on, on uh, some uh, options for, for down there. It's, it's paid for now. It's not a burden on a on a uh, on a bill you know we're not paying 16 17 grand like we did before a year to have a payment um, so that's one good thing about it but on the other hand it does need to be a revenue generator and we can you know use that facility for other things way <coughs> to be open it up to you know indoor craft shows in the winter time um, you know birthday parties wedding anniversaries Clash reunions, some, you know, some old nostalgia Crooksville High School reunions could be held down there if they chose to want to kind of do that. Venues out there are expensive, mm -hmm. and they're getting more expensive. I just think that's somewhere that we can expand on as we get further and further down the road. Me too. Now the restrooms and everything's all fixed. Sure, sure, absolutely get the kitchen up and running. We talked about that. Okay. You got the bathroom facility up and running. You got some newer electric down there uh, updated so you can, you know, do a potluck deal. And right. Is there any two events in there? Rock climbing and archery? That's it, currently. And the youth do it in the winter, right? Well, Youth kind of went to Mount Isle last year, took the basketball program and ran because we were, again, we were better safe than sorry. We hung it up. So they decided that they took it to, they played their youth league over Mount Isle Wishes last year. What, what league is that, basketball? Mm -hmm. Basketball played at high school. Well, the... Odin played at St. Mount. Huh? Odin played at Mount Alabama. Yeah, my, my granddaughters all played at the high school. Really? Back to school. The rec center league played at Mount Alabama. Is the fire alarm hooked up ahead of that meter or like that main down the rec center? Because you may be right having some. Is that, did that farm get redone? It did get redone, but I'm not sure. Uh, most times those are hooked up ahead of the main, so you could actually have Small meter job. spinning with 
you think everything's turned off and it may not be. Uh, the usage that we're talking about is... Mm, I'm just yeah. saying that just don't think that there's everything's on. Right. I don't think it's going to be zero because there may be. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah. There's always the something. Fire alarm by code has to be ahead of the meter yeah. or ahead of the break, main breaker. So. It's not going to pull a lot, but... Yeah, but when it's empty and everything's pretty much off and it's more than the fire station, which is on 24-7, and this building, which is, you know, we've got a lot of things on, and it's more than the two put together. It don't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. We sat down and compared them all, and it just... Is it how the building's classified too? Because I know AP did that kind of a weird thing. They went through and reclassified what you are, medium commercial, commercial, you know. Um, for instance, I know over in New Lex, there's a building over there that gets used twice a month. Nobody's there, minimal electric, and the minimum electric bill over there is 535 a month because it's been classified differently by the power company. They say it's a medium, mid-sized commercial use building and that's your rate because it, that's what it is mm -hmm. and there's no way around it there is but it'd be dark yeah are the rates still the same <clears throat> no the rates are three and a dollar three for dollar for you oh yeah yeah actually i think we went to two and three we changed that ordinance Three four years ago, yeah, three dollars for adults, two dollars for children. Yeah. So you got both of them. Archer bringing in fifteen dollars. Pinewall bringing in six. That's all you got. Right. Glenwall brings in halfway decent, don't mm -hmm. What? Well, just depends on who he gets and climbing wall. Climbing wall. Yeah, they bring, bring in as much as Archer. Pardon me. It won't bring as much as Archer. Yes, it does. It hasn't been. Mm -hmm. Three people down there on a Thursday. What, for archery? Well, sometimes then people come from, yeah. I forget where they from Somerset or whatever yeah. that night we were down there. There's about seven or eight we, people come in. We down. had a breakdown last year. They'll do a once a month deal, that, that group. But usually there's two to five people. There was a Boy Scout group or something that gave him mm -hmm. a good donation here not too long ago and they had but there eight, is a group eight, that comes eight in, I want to say once a month. Yeah, might be. And, and they, there's, yeah. Most of the kids for the archery goes out to the TKs. TKs. Right. TKs. So there's hardly anybody down here for archery. Yeah. <clears throat> With that guy that donated to Chris, they didn't come down. I mean, they were out of state. I mean, they just donated to yeah. Yeah. For kids that wanted to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything else for the good of the order, Steve? Okay, we're here.